Friday, lunchtime special. Come on, get that sandwich. We're going to strap it. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff. How your building stands up. It's not going to be down to your drawers, is it? Maybe it'll be my guest who helps you out on that. Anyways, show goes on. 24 seconds. Hello everyone and welcome to this live stream special on the Friday. Put away your BIM drawings for just a minute and we're all going to chill out. And if you're down the pub, I won't tell your boss, but I appreciate you being here to talk about something special. Part of the design team, you're an architectural professional. You're going to be working with other people as well. But who on that team is going to be helping you realize your awesome buildings? So we're going to look at the people you're working alongside and discuss and learn a little bit more about their roles and helping as well with the sustainable agenda. Because this planet, we've only got one of it. So on that note, I've got an awesome guest, Mr. Chris Atkins from Symmetries, Structural and Civil Engineers. Chris, how are you, sir? I'm not bad, Steve. How are you? You're right. Thanks for having me. I, I'm, I'm super glad you're here. Thank you for drilling holes in the wall to connect in your meeting room for this live stream special. I really appreciate it. Now, Chris, while we've met just before this and got to learn about each other, in case someone hasn't met you before, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, first of all? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, I was thinking about this prior to coming on, and it's been quite an interesting journey. So I, I started in 1986, so just a couple of weeks ago, um, and I was working for a company in St. Albans called Austin Truman Associates, a structural engineer, better known at the time to some as Ostentatious Associates, but we won't go into that too much. And I was an office boy with them in 86. So if I was in the film industry, I think you'd probably call me a runner. So it's that kind of role. I, I made coffee for people, made tea, did all the outline printing, ran down the archives, proper office boy sort of job. And I was doing that for a number of years at the same time as I was studying structural engineering. And it was an, a, fun, a totally different time. This is all obviously before internet. And I was basically learning to draw or write. So you had to write in a certain style before they allow you onto the drawing board. So that was this natural progression that you, you come off the archive run, you learn how to draw, then you get allowed to do a little bit of shading. And slowly you decline the amount of print, the prints that you're doing and the faxes you're sending. And eventually you learn how to do some structural analysis and some structural design. And that was the, the beautiful sort of introduction to in, into consultant engineering as a, a young man. You'd probably say I was, I was a kid. And before, I guess the, the, it was just in my first recession, which was late 80s, early 90s, I ran away to Jakarta in Indonesia. So okay. I was contacted by a friend called Henry Horphy going off on one of his 
his brother was in line to become the king of Hungary. Um, so if you ever get a Google the Horthy family in, 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 in Hungary. But he asked me, he said, Chris, do you fancy coming over to Jakarta? Um, Arabs are setting up a new office in Jakarta. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'd love to do that, Henry. That'd be amazing. But I didn't even know where Jakarta was at the time. So I bought myself a lonely planet and I found out that Jakarta was in Indonesia. And I went out to work with Arabs for a number of years. We were, I was seconded to Bechtel, who were working for a Spanish company called Huarte. And Huarte were building a new town, in Irian Jaya, um, for a company called Freeport. And Freeport are a copper and gold mining practice. And they were building a new town in Irian Jaya, a town called Tambacapora, which was going to accommodate 25, well, it did accommodate 25,000 people. And as a young 20-year-old, I was ushered into the role of looking after, I was head of structures on the client side, um, head of infrastructure. So I was pushed into this role, which was far beyond my years. Um, And I lived in Jakarta doing that from 91 to about the late 90s, just before the Asian recession, as head of structures in Tambagapura, working on this overspill for a gold and copper mine. And if you can imagine Jakarta at the time, it was overpopulated, polluted, corrupt, awful. And it was just ideal for a young man from England in his early 20s. So that, that, that was my early years with Arabs, they were called at the time, not Arabs. And then just before the Asian recession kicked in, I'd like to say that I planned it, but I didn't. I just got lucky and I came back to the U um, and I worked for a company called Dewhurst McFarlane. And they're probably better known by some in the market for doing lots of structural glass design work. They were the original people who did all the glass Apple staircases. When you go in to to Apple and Covent Garden or wherever you take your phone when it's broken. And they were the original people who were engineering. It was a real pioneering time in the late 90s, working with Jules McFarlane. I then went off to Dubai with my young family at the time. We were and worked on the Jamira Beach residence, all those towers with the JBR. It looked like Hong Kong on the sea, but great projects. And also worked on the Burj. So we've been wow. for a number of years with Hydus before coming back to the UK. Um, and I went to work with Dewhurst McFarlane again. They, they, they tried to get me back. I went and worked then for a couple of years. And that all sums up my career in a real short period. But I then set up Symmetries, the next recession or the next UK recession, which was in 2008. So that kind of brings you to where we were with Symmetries. So Symmetries now, we've been, we're entering into our 18th year of trading. Well done. My goodness. So that's, first of all, well done, 18 years. My business has been going two years, so there's another 16 to go. And I would love advice because, as I'm sure, a business, it changes, adapts and all this. Yeah, it's, it's, I'd say year one was great. You're working off your coffee table and you're earning some money. Year two, things start to happen on site. And year three can be really challenging. I'm sorry to say that to you, Steve. Oh, no. Your next got... year, look at yourself one. But at year five, somebody, one of my clients said, once you get to year five, you're established. Oh, really? Apparently. Okay. I oh, remember well... year three being hard, though. 
Okay, I'll hold on to that. So two to three more to go and a painful 2024. I think what they said about year three was it's a, you get to you start increasing in size and you get to a stage where you think, actually, I can't do all of this anymore. I, I need to get more in. It's, a, it's trying to get that balance of needing more people in the workload that you have. I, that makes complete sense. Now that Symmetries has gone way past the fifth year and established, in your definition, and so for anyone that's not familiar with the work you do, can you give an insight into the company then and your company's values? We In January this year, we've recently become an EOT, an Employee Ownership Trust, yeah. which has been a hand-in-glove moment for us. It was a, it was a kind of natural progression um, of where we are or, or, or where we look to be. We're, we're in the infancy. It's our first year, um, but it's part of our long-term plan to ensure that Symmetries has a future is yeah. creating this sort of ethos. And it also creates some stability and some security yeah. and ensures that the people, our staff, are all my colleagues, not my staff anymore, but um, they remain at the heart of the business. So we've got some really, we're quite gifted in many ways. We've got some amazing people working here at Symmetries. And what it's done is provided them with a platform. As I say, we're in the infancy. I think mean, we January, we've been going a year, but it's really provided them with a platform that they feel that they can express themselves within the company. And that's, that, that's been, a, it's been a lovely experience. We've got a beautiful, diverse team who have now got this voice. And I would probably urge everybody who's in a similar position to, to, to what Symmetries have been in. To, yeah. to, to consider that path, really. Yeah, fair enough. It's impressive projects. And just before we talk about the projects, what I'd just love to hear from you, if it's quickly okay, is that on the podcast, we get a lot of architectural and other um, professionals at different stages in their career. And for those who are maybe earlier in their career, so an early architecture assistant who's just becoming an industry, wants to become an architect. In your words, Chris, what really then is the role of a structural or a civil engineer in terms of the design team, in terms of getting a building realized? I, uh, you could probably take it back to somebody who doesn't have a clue what structural engineers do. It's a, it's a conversation you have at a party in a kitchen and you, someone says to you, I work in IT and WW, and you just go, I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> and if I get asked that question, I think the easiest way to describe it is we try to realize what an architect's dream is to many way, in many ways. So yeah. we will say that if an architect's got this desire, this amazing passion for a building, hopefully that's the case, the, we will try to make it stand up. With yeah. maths and physics, we will try to make it stand up. So it's the foundations, the columns, the slabs, the beams that create this stiff structure that enables that, that, that structure to, to stand up. And in today's agenda, in the most sustainable way that we can possibly do that. And that's a conversation I will have with you in a kitchen at a Christmas party. Fair to try enough. and explain what we do. Yeah, I, I I think it makes a lot of sense. We were talking a little bit before we went live about the importance of that relationship between the architect, civil engineer, structural engineer, because it is very important to get that stuff realized. Isn't it? It's yeah. really, it's that. And it's, I think we, we're we all going to go on a, a bumpy journey on some projects. And Steve, you, you, you might disagree with something I say on that journey, but it's the, the acknowledgement that we might, 
not always see to eye to eye, and this journey is going to be bumpy, but we hopefully we're going to get to the end. And, and it's understanding that those people's roles within that practice and not accuse you of doing something. There's no finger pointing, but going on that journey together to try and create something beautiful. Oh, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, you're right. Sometimes projects can be intense and sometimes there are difficult conversations. However, I'm sure when the building gets there in the end and it's realized and it's been used by the public, it's all worth it. So, on, on that note, I know you've done some beautiful projects. I know the one in the thumbnail is very cool. However, for the audience, if they haven't seen some of the projects you've got, what do you typically work on, Chris? Is this the point where you'd like me to showcase some of your work on your slideshow? Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's do that. Let's do that. So it's so diverse here at Symmetries, actually. It's, it's ridiculous how diverse we can be. I've just skipped over one, but it can, we kind of range from that's, that was the previous image was Mr. Doodles factory. If anybody knows Mr. Doodles, the artist, and we're doing his studio um, down in Kent. We do a series of private homes. That's an image of an old reservoir, which we converted into a, a new domestic property. This is the good, uh, the good Wara embarking which is an amazing structure actually and it's been a real success story has to have very large open planned areas for prayer but that's been really well received embarking oh there's an image from the outside yes that's been a lovely journey working on that project lindrick paddock this is our civils team have been working on that symmetry we have this dedicated civils team we do some lovely work around sustainable drainage schemes and we'll encourage that and we have various links in our websites um, to our approach to sustainable drainage, whether that be suds, blue roofs, green roofs. But please take a look at what we're doing there. This is a nice job, Roots in the Sky, big commercial project down Blackfriars Bridge in Southwark, but large commercial. Burley House, another large commercial refurb. We're doing a lot around this area. And then these niche architectural private homes, we, we still do some of those wow. um, and, and realising these architectural amazing dreams of these beautiful houses that they're refurbishing. Schools, still do lots of school work. This is, the hotel sector is very good for us at the moment. This is a hotel that we did down in Lower Marsh Streets, which is at the back of Waterloo. And the challenging thing on this project was actually keeping the tube lines down when we took the existing building off because there was no mm. longer any weight on top of it yes it looks great but people very often don't see the ugly stuff that we've done in the ground this is a lovely job i'll probably talk about it in terms of what's coming up this is lindrick paddock that we did with surgeson and bates and was shortlisted but a sterling prize we got nipped we didn't quite win but it was it's a delight to be Beautiful. to be shortlisted um and then it goes on to some of the work that we're doing around the Ferris wheel, which I'll probably talk to you about in a minute, Steve. Yeah, why don't we, on that thing, because now when you mentioned the Ferris wheel at first, I joked that the only Ferris wheel that I thought of was in the circus, so you go up and down it. <laughs> However, <laughs> the Ferris wheel that you've built. It's a bit like, Chris, oh, you're thinking of a hamster, right? I didn't know at first because when I did confess before we went live, didn't we? Uh, my technical skill set wasn't the strongest back in the day. Um, However, but why, why would you? Why would you know? <laughs> we come up with these great names for these things. But yeah, the Ferris wheel is a, a tool that we've developed. We alluded to the fact that 
everything that we do at Symmetris is sustainably driven. So everything that we get in, we will look at from the initial outset, whether we're employed in stage one, stage two, yeah. or hopefully stage zero. At a sustainable point of view, how can we contribute to, to this um, positively? And what we've done is we've created a team of people at Symmetris who are dedicated to this, our sustainability team. And that might be uh, research, and it might be looking at different materials. And the Ferris wheels form part of that. So what Ferris wheel is, explains to you really simply, if I may, is, Steve, you say, Chris, I want a new, a new, new steel shed, for example. And I'll say, okay, this is how I will design your steel shed with typical steel that you will buy off the shelf as we currently do. And what the Ferris wheel does is a Revit model and it will replace steel that's currently available in the market, reused steel work that's currently available in the market. And it will replace that steel uh, within that model. And it's a Revit model. It's been a, something that we've developed with our great friends at London South Bank University. We've developed it over a couple of years and it was issued into the market or it's launched about four weeks ago now, I think it was. And we've had Simone in our office has done an amazing job with his relationship with London South Bank University, as has Nathan and one of our old colleagues, Matteo, who did a, who really drove this. Unfortunately, Matteo is no longer with us, but he did a great job in driving this whole passion uh, for sustainability within symmetries. And, and the Ferris wheel has been developed as part of that, really. So it's a tool that clicks onto Revit. Um, I make this sound far simpler than it actually is. Yeah. And it enables you to look up alternatives and reuse steel. So you're not having to, this steel is currently available in the market. So you go and get this piece of steel and you put it into your building. Mm, I does that it make would... it, does that sound simple enough? It does. It, it does. Where I was going to say, though, is that the topic of climate change, the environment and our approach, it is a difficult, big arduous topic and i think that it's great that you're tackling it now i know that you're passionate about this topic in particular chris and that one of the things that you're doing at symmetry is quite frantically being very eco-minded in your projects and opinions and part of your culture can you expand a little bit about your thoughts on that yeah for me steve it's about sharing it's not something we can share in no, five years time, I'm going to I'm going to share this Ferris with you. This is currently something that we we're all in together. So it's not, and we, we, we're learning. We're all learning together. So we, we talk about ISG and the various there's various different catchphrases that are thrown around the market. But can you hand on heart say you're actually doing something that's going to contribute to reducing carbon? And it, if you are doing something that's contributed, sharing. Our point is, is sharing our knowledge. We're, we're, going, we're going to go on this journey. We're going to research it as we have done, as I say, with London South Bank University. And I think that there's real strength in this bit of kit that we've we, we've, we've launched with them, the Ferris yeah. wheel. But it's got it's, it be, the, the boundary. We're nowhere near the boundaries of, of what this tool can potentially do. But we want people to engage with it. We want other engineers to engage with it. What I think what people shouldn't be doing is doing some research, keeping it to themselves and keeping it. It's something that, that let's talk about it. And yeah. 
And as, yeah. the more we talk about it, the more knowledge we can gain, and it's going to and it's going to it's going to help everybody. But what you've got to be able to look very closely at yourself and say, are we actually contributing to reducing carbon? And if you can't do that, you need to change. Yeah, well, well said. I think it is important to uh, talk about it, and I'm glad. You're right. There's, we shouldn't be silos. It should be sharing this information. The Ferris wheel, in that in that regards, is quite exciting. Uh, on or on that subject, though, I'd love to know. What in we talked about 2024 might be difficult for me next year because it's my third year of business. However, I'm sure it won't be. I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sure so it won't it's, be. It's better to know what you're going into, Chris. So I appreciate it. Um, however, it is an exciting time at the moment as well. And I would love to know, Chris, what you're looking forward to, at, maybe in the present and the future, and what's coming up in the symmetry world. Yeah, we've had a, a very exciting period with the launch of the Ferris wheel. As a, I won't go back into to detail of that. That's been a, as I say, the, the, the people who have been involved in that have worked just so incredibly hard to try and get that tool out into the market. And it's been a lot of sweat and guts and blood that has gone into that. So that's almost, it feels like a little bit of a release that's gone out. And we will be um, letting the market know more about how the explainer videos, if you like, from a high level and from a much more technical level. We were delighted to be shortlisted, as I said, with the Sterling Prize, with Surges and the Bay. That's that's been great, and also we've just we were shortlisted for what were we shortlisted for? The New Civil Engineer Awards, Best Practice, and then we were also shortlisted for Best Implementation of Change. Some of the titles of these awards are, um, are quite are quite long winded. So so it's, it's been an extremely interesting. Um, and fun time to be part of symmetries. I think some of the challenges in the market are going to be quite interesting going forward. But at the moment, and I touch wood, things are looking very positive here. We're we're in, we're in a good position. But it's it's about everything that symmetries do. It's about trying to create a culture that on a Monday morning you've got to come yeah. want to get up in the morning and actually come to work. And if you can create that culture provide a passion, create a passion that you're unable to fulfill, then I think the future's bright. But a lot of that's going to be driven from our, our, the, the great people within symmetries, really. Yeah, brilliant. And, and just a quick note on that, because I'm all, I always believe that practices which think of their employee, employees first should be championed. And for any other companies that may be listening to this or thinking, oh, I want to go to an employee on trust one day, okay, that's a bit of a journey. Like you said, it takes time. However, what would you get? Would you give any little advice on first steps, Chris, and going in the right direction as and which way to go? I think do your research. It's, it's got to work for you. Yeah. Ask yourself the questions. What, why you want to do it? Is it an ethos that you're trying to create? Are you trying to make, keep your staff, empower your staff or look after your colleagues so they have a voice? Yeah. Um, and I'd probably ask yourself the question and, and, and read up on it. it. It wasn't something we came up with overnight. Oh. I think um, we, we talked about it for a couple of years before we, we announced it earlier in the year in January. And, it, and once you put your head above the parapet, in actual fact, there's a lot of up. You'll find that you're in good company. Well said. Okay. There's, there's a lot of people who have done this. Yeah. It seems to me that the work getting there it tends to pay off and i think it 
the company and from the employee's perspective, it's a large improvement. I had a different question, if you can indulge me, Chris, because I know we're sure. winding down a little bit as well. Now, this year, everyone's been talking about AI and architecture. Will it take over our jobs? Will it help things out? What's going to happen? And I would just love your anecdotal thoughts on, as in terms of civils and structure, do you see AI starting to bleed into the work so far? Or, or do you have any predictions where it might go or opinions that you would share, be would, whatever they may? Yeah, AI, great, great question. There was a podcast with Steve Bartlett, and he had the man who was talking about happiness. And he was talking about the fact that if we click on some negative, you, you, on, on social media, you, you click on something that's not very nice, AI will pick up on that and send you more negativity. This right. isn't an answer to your question about structural and civil engineering. But it made me think, and his point of view was to try and, if you click on a, something on social media that's positive, AI will pick up on that and create more positive. This Because it... AI is going to just continue to generate. And whatever it wishes to generate is what you've put into it to a certain degree. When it comes to um, structure and civil engineering, it's already moving. Yeah. yeah. So there's, and we're using it to a certain, in some aspects of the work that we're doing here at Symmetries. Not so much technically at the moment, I would, I would say, but it, it, it is something that in terms of report writing and you go out and have a look at a site um, and people are developing reports on the tube on the way home. So I wouldn't suggest you do that on your Brompton on the way home, but uh, it, 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 it's already being implemented. It, it, it's something that's going to come. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. I do Beaches use it. got a new song coming out, which is AI Generate, haven't they? That's right. Yeah, it's it's gradually going everywhere. Many people don't know, but the first iterations of AI we've had for ages, and that actually used to be sports articles because they're very factual it's about what happened. And that used to be AI long before in 2023. I think we heard the words chat GPT, and suddenly everyone woke up and freaked out. And uh, I always, and you tell me if, if you agree with this or not, but I find it very useful in my business to remove the mundane stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean I can do the design decisions or business decisions that ultimately still relies on me. However, the little arduous tasks which we have to do day to day, I think that's a really good case for AI just to knock up or rephrase or summarize stuff that you manually put in is that do you feel the same on that way or different i think so i think you probably find that 80 percent of uh, engineers are dyslexic um right. and, and it certainly helps from that point of view we went into engineering because we were probably gravitating towards mass physics and chemistry if it can help us from that point of view so we're not sitting on a beech tree having a few bears we're um, we'll, we'll be delighted fair enough i had one other question before we wind down if that is really if that's okay with you, because a lot of architecture students watch this, but also other kind of graduates as well. And there's a potential that someone searches this, is interested to work at Symmetry, and or is, is a young graduate structural or civil engineer. You mentioned at the start of yourself early in your career, but let's pretend you were graduating now or getting a job in the industry. How, was there any advice that you would give someone 
in the profession today, starting today? Be prepared for a bumpy journey. If you look at the line graph of certainly my career, and, and I talk lots about recessions and bumps, and if you want a straight line, become a doctor, because you'll always have clients coming through the door. What you won't get as being a doctor is the reward of seeing something being creative that you've designed. And nothing beats that. Okay. And I'm sorry that's giving you advice, but it's something to certainly consider. When you're looking at your career, think about you're going to get, it's it's hellishly rewarding, but the journey's bumpy sometimes. Yeah, I agree. It's good to know you're getting into that. And I I appreciate, I think people will appreciate the candor in the end. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate that. Now, before we tell everyone where we can find your stuff yet again, I always like to ask my guests, if you have any questions for me, I don't know if you do about architecture, could be about the state of the industry, could be about AI, could be about the architecture social, whatever comes into your head. Do you have any questions for me, Chris, that you'd like to fire over? So why, Steve, I, I had done some reading on you. Oh, good. So you decided to come out of architecture. I know. Yes, Chris, I fell out. I fell out. So I liked architecture professor that's why i'm still involved in it now however i was the cheeky chap in in the office so where i was epr architects they had free kitchens chris and i would constantly be running around in between all the kitchens and my line manager would be like oh god which kitchen steven now um and you know what it was a great profession i just didn't feel the need i didn't have the same desire or the same pull that my friends had to do their part free and why learned during that now i fell into recruitment my goodness no one plans to do it but it's the truth however in that world i wanted to try and do something of some value and in a way what i felt is that the part one part two part three typical traditional architecture route while it's amazing for some i just didn't fit in and what's quite nice now that there's the different alternative careers and all this stuff so um, that's me in a nutshell. I wouldn't put me on drawings. I don't know Revit. I've got the training, basic training from 2014, but I was a microstation guy, Chris. I don't, even, did, I don't know if you used microstation before, but that's my generation. But now it's quite nice to learn more about companies like yourself, what they're doing and projects, responsibility, all this stuff. And I get to talk online. I was in the kitchen. Now I'm talking on LinkedIn. But yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Do you think I'd have a chance at Symmetries? No, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you'd fit in somewhere. <laughs> well, oh, you said no at the start. I Don't worry, I can take it. It's okay. It's fine. We, we always need somebody in the kitchen. There you go. But once you, you invite... Maybe, maybe you're our man. Maybe, yeah, but once you invite me and you can't get rid of me, I'm that person. <laughs> he, like, oh, he needs to leave. But he needs to leave. And you'd be like, I'll tell him tomorrow. But Steve, then, it's the weekend. You need to come out now. We do. We do. Listen, I really appreciate you being here and giving us that overview. It sounds really exciting. People should check out all your stuff. Can you tell us, Chris, one more time, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about what you talked about, or learn more about the company, all that stuff, where should people find you online? Go to, so think of symmetrical and put an S on the end, symmetries www.symmetries.com so think of symmetry and put an s on the end have a look at some of the great work we're doing cool 
is some beautiful stuff thank you so much chris i really appreciate you being here now stay on the stage for one second chris when i took before i'm just going to say quickly goodbye to the guests and turn off the live stream so thank you chris i appreciate you being here and for you in the audience whether you're live on your lunch break or you're watching the replay because i know what it is you're all busy i get it i've done it myself we really appreciate you being here Thank you to Chris for sharing a bit more about civils and structure. Because as architects, we're going to be working with different people. So it's good to know how to improve that relationship or what the heck they do. Because when I was a part one, I didn't know myself. So I hope this is useful. I've got more content coming next week. I can't remember what it is, but they, they looked pretty good. So there's some surprise stuff coming. And on that note, I'm going to end the live stream. Thank you so much. Take care, everyone. And see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye now. Have a good weekend.